That's Yellowknife-based indigenous singer-songwriter Leela Gilday with Keita Naseju from her fifth album, North Star Calling. Inspired by self-empowerment, and as Leela puts it, facing your fears, standing your ground, and living with courage, boldness, and joy, the new album also explores two themes often found in Leela Gilday's songwriting, a deep connection with the land and the beauty and drawer of the North. To learn more about the new album, we're pleased to welcome Leela Gilday to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you join us today. It's great to be with you. You must be excited having this new album arriving. I think this is album number five, isn't it? That's correct. I woke up this morning with butterflies in my stomach, actually. (laughs) I can't believe this week is finally here. Um, It's been kind of a long rollout of the record. But above that, uh, it's been five years since my last record. So it's almost like I have back-to-school jitters or something after not having been at school for years. So, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a really highly anticipated record in my household. And uh, so I'm very, very excited to be able to share it uh, more widely. And I, I think, I, I imagine all of these albums are like this. I mean, it is really, it's your baby, right? I mean, it's, you know, you mentioned five years you've been uh, working on this. So, you know, you could say, well, that's a long pregnancy, but it's finally, (laughs) it's finally coming this week. Yes. My new child. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think, I think all albums are, you know, I, I've had a, this kind of excitement and anticipation, especially for my first record, I think, and then for each subsequent one. But for this record, I feel as though it's it's really fulfilled for the first time in many years what I actually want to say and the way that I want to say it. And working with my producer, Hill Korkutis, who I looked for for many years, she really pushed me to to my limits, basically, and not in a negative way. I, I really needed someone to take me outside of my box and push me, push my envelope. And she did that exact thing. I asked her to do that, and she and she did. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I love about your music is the fact that you're able to straddle, you know, like a mainstream, you know, folk rock style, but also making sure that you bring through your indigenous heritage. And some of the issues that, you know, serious issues that are affecting uh, Indigenous people, First Nation people in Canada. Now, you are part of the Dene Nation, right? That's right. Can you talk about how important it is for you to be able to share your Dene heritage and, you know, some of the, the themes, you know, in relation to being an Indigenous Canadian? And as I spend a lot of my time reminding people, the rest of us are immigrants, you know, <laughs> indigenous yeah. people definitely were here first. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I do get asked about this. And, you know, after years of kind of reflecting on it, basically the, the best answer that I can give is that being Dene, being a part of my nation and um, my and being raised in the north, it's an integral part of who I am. And so as every songwriter does or every songwriter at some point strives to do, I, I strive to reflect those different parts of who I am and my own experience 
which is really the only thing you can do as a songwriter is to draw on your own personal experience and sort of make it universal, deliver it in a universal way. And so um, being Dene is really just a part of the fabric of who I am. And I, I think that's as well as, you know, the Dene music that I grew up around and that I experience on a daily basis as a living culture, it's a part of who I am. And so it makes its appearance in my music, not by accident or not even necessarily by intent, but just because of by virtue of being very important to me. And I definitely am proud to be an ambassador for my nation. I'm proud to tell our stories um, as I see them and deliver kind of the, the messages that I feel are important, the things that impact me and us. And um, I guess educate is not a good word because it sounds like I, I'm, I don't consider myself like an elder or anything like that, but more like a, a vessel, like a, a conduit of those stories and so that if people are interested, if people have open hearts and open minds, then maybe they'll take something away that they never knew before or that they that impacts them in a way that helps to open their eyes uh, more broadly on the world and, and um, share in a part of those messages, those uh, that are uniquely unique to the to the dinner. So let's talk about the music. We started out with the song Keita Natsu Ju. And I always, you know, I always get embarrassed because it's like, did I say that right? Or is that the right pronunciation for you? <laughs> Keita Natsu Ju is, uh, is about healing together. So um, Natsu Ju means heal to heal. And Keita Natsu Ju means we are healing together. And as you know, and as probably many of your listeners know, one of the legacies of of the relationship and the encounter between indigenous and non-indigenous people and the resulting like colonization and all of those policies was that that the government of Canada uh, had legislated policies to break down the family structure. They did this by you know through residential schools. It was a these were policies embedded in in the attitude towards the legislation. Um, of, on how to deal with Indian people. And I'm holding up quote marks when I say that. Part of it was to assimilate us, to kill the Indian and the child, to take us away from our families. I won't, I won't like flesh out all of the many things that residential school did, but one of the results was a breakdown in the family and community structures. And so a lot of focus has been on reconciliation but in that, sometimes what happens is we get, as Indigenous people, we get focused on repairing our relationships with non-Indigenous people, and we forget about repairing our relationships within our own families and within our own communities together. And so that song is really about, about how do we do that and, and some of the um, regrets and the, the wishes of a woman, you know, talking to her mother and her sister and her brother. So it wasn't necessarily biographical. It's it's not autobiographical, but it draws on the many experiences of my family and friends. I'd like to, to go back to the album and play another song just now. I want to play Space. Tell us about this song. So uh, as we get older and, and having, you know, grown up in the North, I've lost many people. Like we have... We're a part of 
this big land and I've lost many people to the land, but also as we get older, um, we lose more and more people. And I was inspired by the stories of two people, one, a love story. They met and got married and they were these young, incredibly vibrant actors, musicians, First Nations people in Northern Ontario. Their love story was just a whirlwind love story. And and I just remember kind of following it on Facebook, actually, um, looking at these beautiful photos of them in their crazy Halloween costumes. And they would do, you know, workshops for Indigenous youth. And you know how actors are. <laughs> and and, uh, and they were so clearly in love. And, and then he got cancer and passed away quite quickly. And they, I think they were together. They're they got married within a couple of months and then they were together for, I think, three or four years before he passed away. So you just never know. And then I, last year, I also lost one of my best friends to cancer. And uh, he was a vibrant, amazing person. But I do believe that I do believe in spirit world and I do believe that we will be together again. And so this song is just, I guess, uh, about a reunion. It's a beautiful song, and and actually, I I should tell our listeners, it wasn't one that I was going to put into the interview, but I was going to play on the radio. I thought, you know, Leela Gildy is always so much fun to speak to. I'm going to throw it in here now. So this is Leela Gilday with Space from her wonderful new album, North Star Calling. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. So oh. 
That's Leela Gilday with Space from her new album, North Star Calling. It's just about to be released. Leela Gilday is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. She is up in Yellowknife. We are down in Leamington, Ontario. But through the wonders of the internet, we are not not just able to speak, but we can also see each other. And I think that makes for uh, so much better an interview than just being on the phone. Let's talk about the the people that play on this album, because you mentioned it took you a little time to to find the right producer. Tell us a little bit about her and then let's talk about the people that play on it. Well, I, I've worked with many amazing producers throughout the course of my recording history. I've loved each and every one of them. I started my recording career in Toronto with John Switzer. Um, He produced my first record. I did my second record there as well with Tepe Kame. My third one was in Vancouver with Adam Popowitz. And then my last record before this was with Murray Pulver in Winnipeg. And I think with each of them, they brought a different sort of voice to the table. But with this record, I felt I needed somebody to push me in a different direction and kind of bring a a younger, more... uh, I guess just a younger and fresh ears to to my music. I felt as though I was getting kind of stuck in the same groove. Not to say that the songs that I was writing, because I wrote probably 40 songs before we chose 10 of the songs that I had written, but I wrote quite a few more. And I, and I felt like the way that I was delivering things wasn't how I really wanted to how I wanted to say it. I I felt like I was getting stuck. And so in looking for a producer, I listened to like hundreds of different, different records, different approaches. I didn't want somebody who would make me not sound like how I sound live. So that was a concern, but I also didn't want to be held back by that as well. A friend of mine had sent me a link to this fantastic photographer, Lisa McIntosh, her site, the Ask series, so where she profiles remarkable women. And I was looking through this, and he was like, you should be in this series. So I was like, well, I can't just say, hey, Lisa, I'm an incredible woman. 
So, but I was just looking through the series because I thought, wow, what a what an amazing project. And I was flipping through the pages on on the internet, and all of a sudden, this picture of this woman with crazy black hair all done up in this crazy bun. And then she was sitting with a, with a musician, Martha from Martha and the Muffins. There was something about her photo because I hadn't clicked on any of the other links for any of the other photographs. I, I looked at her so closely. I said, huh, I clicked on her website. She's a producer. This was in the middle of February. It's like minus 40 outside. I'm sitting here at my kitchen counter. My husband's in the den and and I, I checked out, I found this amazing young woman, Hill Corkutis. And I looked at her resume and I thought, oh, she's toured with Serena Ryder for the last 10 years. And then I listened to all of this stuff she had produced. And I, and I was sitting here and I remember the moment I called out to my husband. I said, babe, I think I found my producer. <laughs> and he came into the room and I showed him all this stuff. And then I felt so nervous. I said, should I email her? And it was like we were on a, I was on a dating service or something. I sent her this email. Well, she responded right away. And, and uh, we set up a meeting for April. And uh, we, I went to meet her for an hour at her studio. And we ended up talking for four hours. And um, we just found such a common ground. She's so invested in finding the heart of the project and bringing it out but also adding all of these uh, incredible elements that only she can bring. So I was really thankful to have met her. She, she really, I think, has a huge career in front of her. Um, she's already done some amazing things. And, and I knew she would be the right producer for me because she's familiar with strong female voices. You know, so often when people hear me, they're so blown away by my voice. But... I also want them to listen to my songs and listen to my stories. And that was what Hill helped me to do was, you know, in some of those moments, she, she said, step right up to the mic, Leela. She's like, I don't want to hear all of your bells and whistles. I just want to hear your honest, true voice. I just want you to sing. And that was extremely scary for me as someone who's trained in opera and, you know, is is always I can always count on you know pulling out a, a vocal run to amaze people, but to be really vulnerable and stripped back to just my stories and and you know a, a very gentle way of singing was actually uh, what I needed and um, what happened on this record. I think Hill Kokudas also played guitar on the album, right? She played electric and also she some acoustic. Many things actually. <laughs> Yeah, she she played electric guitar, she played acoustic guitar, she did a lot of all of the programming and keyboards, she played keyboards, brought all of the sound elements that I had collected. I, I recorded some sound elements in Delaney in my home community in 2003 that we made into soundscapes for this record. And so she brought all of those in and, and uh, added them. She mixed the record as well. I, I wanted her to mix the record, so... It was an amazing experience, and I, I will work with her again, for sure. And can we talk about some of the other people on the album? I, there are, you know, there was a, a lot of individual performances. What I would imagine yeah. is your regular band in there as well? Yeah, so MJ Dondino uh, is an amazing bass player from Winnipeg. And then um, Tony Raybould is a drummer from Ottawa. He's been with me seven years, and uh, he's on the record. 
but I had a whole bunch of incredible guests right off the top. My, my girlfriend, my high school girlfriend, Tanya Tagak, came in and added some throat singing to Rolling Thunder which is the, the first track on the record and just, you know, blew it out of the water, of course. <laughs> and uh, Raven from Digging Roots came in and laid down um, guitar solos on a couple of uh, tracks. I had Chris Dirksen, my dear friend that uh, I've known for, uh, gosh, my goodness, probably 15 years now, come in and do cello on the record. I had also Rick Fines, who's a great, amazing guitar player from Peterborough and a a dear friend of mine from way back, he laid down uh, some slide guitar on the record on a couple of tracks on Kenta Natsaiju. Actually, he was the one who came up with the opening riff. And also, oh, Jason Bernstick, who played guitar for me for 15 years, put some slide guitar and Weissenborn on the record. And then I had some incredible singers as well, uh, Davnet Doyle and Sate laid down um, backing vocals for me. And then, of course, my my dear friend and collaborator, I don't usually do co-writing, although I love it, but one of the songs that we included on the record, which was the second single, was Hard Ground, and that was co-written by Jada Kelly and myself. So Jada came in and, and laid background vocals on that. She's one of my absolute favorite songwriters and singers. It's just been so great to watch her grow into this fully realized powerhouse. I think the first time I met her was 2006 and in Edmonton, she opened for me and it's been a long journey. So yeah, those are the people that I can remember off the top. Oh, um, Anthony Wright uh, laid down keyboards and uh, Kinley Dowling laid down some uh, viola and violin as well. One of the coolest things actually that was just on the track that you played was there is an elder, her name was Adeline Vital, from my community. And in the 90s, she laid down a, a tra- an Etsula, which is Dene Love Song, for this CBC recording. And I found it and absolutely fell in love with this song. And so I asked her family's permission because she's passed on whether I could use um, a part of that song. So it's her beautiful voice. And it's so funny because I had thought of putting that at the beginning of the song space, but I had no idea what key it was in. And it was just like serendipity to figure out that she was also singing an A. Like, what are the chances? It was so crazy. Yeah, those are some of the amazing people. Oh, and I had a whole bunch of people come in and sing sort of gang vocals and choir vocals for me one fine afternoon. And uh, they really, they there's some like star-studded people in that choir. So I'll leave people to look up who those people are. But it was amazing. Well, we're going to go back to the album now. Well, we're going to play Hard Ground, which you mentioned was the song that you co-wrote with Jada Kelly. Tell us a little bit about this song, though. This song is really kind of a coded message about what I've been going through in the last, I've been going through some struggles in the last uh, seven years or so that I don't feel at liberty to really talk about publicly, but suffice it to say it's been life-changing and uh, I definitely needed to process that. And so when I sat down and wrote this song with Jada, she really helped me to work through a lot of those things and with this music. 
although I don't know if she knows that. <laughs> and so I wanted to include this song because I think of all the songs, it kind of speaks to that, those things that I've been going through. I really believe in the power of the earth and the land to ground you and to bring you back to your own reality, to reassure you, even if things are not okay, because there's lots of points in our lives where things are not okay. And that's, that's just how life is. But the power of ceremony and the power of the land has the ability to draw you back in. And so that's what, that's the basis of this song. Let's listen to that just now. This is Leela Gilday with Hard Ground from her great new album, North Star Calling. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. There is truth in believing There is faith all around And as fast as you're running What is lost can be found Down. 
down. That's Leela Gilday with Hard Ground from her new album. It's entitled North Star Calling. Just about to be released, Leela Gilday is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. We're having a wonderful video call up to Yellowknife, where she is based. So we started the interview, Leela, and you were saying how excited you were that this was the week that everything happens. Part of the making this record was I ran an Indiegogo campaign, and I had, I think, just about 200 supporters pledge for the campaign. Now, because I had some issues with getting the art and the design finalized, I actually just received the records myself on Saturday. So I, they came to the door and I've spent the last two days packaging up all of my perks to send out to my as thank yous to my supporters. So I'm going to be sending those off. I've done some deliveries around Yellowknife already. And then on Friday, we're not only releasing the album, so it'll be released on every platform, um, all of the streaming platforms, and you can purchase it on iTunes and anywhere that you buy your music. But we are also releasing the music video for Falling Stars. It was a video that we shot back in March here in Yellowknife. So there's still a bit of snow on the ground. It was a very cold video shoot. And Falling Stars is my love song for the North. So there's uh, shots of like the territory around here, some beautiful shots, uh, a local amazing producer, film producer, uh, Amos Scott with Adze Studios shot it for me and directed it. Uh, and he's the person that uh, shot and directed Dene A Journey, the series Dene A Journey. I'm not sure if your listeners are familiar with, but that's a really amazing series that they can find online. And it features some young Dene actors in it as, a, as the love story. So I was going to get me and my husband to do, <laughs> to be the people, but he is way too shy and I wanted some like younger people in it too. So <laughs> That sounds so, great. Yeah. You, you know, I, I love your enthusiasm. I mean, it really yeah, comes you. through. You, you know, as we, we started the, the conversation joking about how this was like a, an extended pregnancy and, you know, finally yeah. a new baby is arriving. You also, I think yeah. I've got some touring coming up and, I think in September you're heading to Germany for just a festival. Is that right? Yeah, we're actually uh, showcasing at Reaperbahn. So it's a, it's a big showcase. Um, it is open to the public, but we're hoping to... We did our first European tour last year, and we're hoping to go back uh, in this coming year. So that's going to be a really great experience with the whole band. And then we're flying back to Yellowknife for our release show here in, uh, at the theater here. And then flying to Toronto uh, right after that for Folk Music Ontario. So, And then we have a bunch of other shows coming up after that. But um, yeah, it should be a whirlwind next uh, couple of months. And if people want to keep track of what you're up to and all of these exciting things that are happening, what is the best way to do that? Uh, the best way is definitely my website. I, uh, it's just leelagilday.com. And I have a really amazing person that takes care of my social media and my website for me. Having her has made all the difference because I'm not like a, <laughs> I'm not a millennial. So, <laughs> so she updates it regularly and, um, and we're releasing everything on there as well. So people can check that. If you just want to check my Facebook page, my Facebook music page, we keep everything pretty up to date on that. 
lots yeah. going on, lots going on. It's yeah. uh, it sounds wonderful. I'm so pleased because, uh, you know, this is our second interview we've done in the last two or three years, and what comes across again is the I love the enthusiasm and the passion, and also the fact that you you know you are able to to share your Dene culture with the rest of us through your music. And I, I think that's just fantastic. We're going to finish with your latest single, which is Falling Stars. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. This is Leela Gilday with Falling Stars from her great new album, North Star Calling. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again. Masicho. Oh
چه ها 